It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, I Was There. Our scripture reference today is 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 2 through 12. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Make room in your hearts for us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have taken advantage of no one. I do not say this to condemn you, for I said before that you are in our hearts to die together and to live together. I often boast about you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with consolation. I am overjoyed in all our affliction. For even when we came into Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were afflicted in every way, disputes without and fears within. But God, who consoles the downcast, consoled us by the arrival of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the consolation with which he was consoled about you, as he told us of your longing, your mourning, your zeal for me, so that I rejoiced still more. For even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it, for I see that I grieved you with the letter, though only briefly. Now I rejoice, not because you were grieved, but because your grief led to repentance. For you felt a godly grief, so that you were not harmed in any way by us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation and brings no regret, but worldly grief produces death. For see what earnestness this godly grief has produced in you. What eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what zeal, what punishment. At every point, you have proved yourselves guiltless in the matter. So, although I wrote to you, it was not on account of the one who did the wrong, nor on account of the one who was wrong, but in order that your zeal for us might be made known to you before God. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. This weekend, I baptized a young saint of God. She was the second person I baptized during the pandemic. I tell my congregation that baptism is one of the most important things we do as the body of Christ. So we make it a big deal. How do you know when a preacher thinks something else is more important than his preaching? Easy. He preaches a shorter sermon. When there's a baptism planned, I'll cut my sermon at least in half. I'm not sure people remember what I say anyway. It doesn't help when you put a beautiful baby up there. Likewise, if someone is there to confess Jesus as their Lord, that likelihood plummets 
What they remember is that beautiful baby or the person acknowledging Jesus as Lord of all. And I'm okay with that. There'll be another sermon to hear or forget. If I were to guess, I've preached close to 500 sermons at my current church. Who remembers them all? But let me mourn and complain a bit. Compared to sermons, baptisms are far and few between in my pastoral experience. Plus, a lot of the babies who do come leave. Many of the adults who come to know the Lord later in life find their way to different churches as well. Combine that bit of reality with what baptism signifies. And the result is a joyous occasion for any Sunday. With the two pandemic baptisms I've done, we didn't celebrate like we would normally do as a church, but it was still a baptism. So I'll still pour my heart into the sermon, but I know there's another eagerness the church feels. They want to see the baptism. Again, I love this for all the reasons we've already talked about, plus one more. In our denomination, we follow a ceremony that includes congregational responses. Whatever family is up front for baptism knows this is also a family of God event. After we've prayed and after the water has dripped over the head of the one baptized, the congregation does something important. They reaffirm their faith. Every person then participates in the baptism. They aren't rebaptized, of course, but they have a chance to consider how their baptism has shaped their life. It's wonderful that one life is standing in front of the church being baptized. How great it is, too, if an entire congregation leaves with the reminder of who and whose they are. If that's the case, I'm okay if they don't recall every part of my sermon. They will remember they were there when that child of God was baptized. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.